Good evening. Today is Thursday, the 31st of October, 2019. It is the Eve of All Saints, and so we will say special prayers tonight and have particular readings for evening prayer for this evening. We will read Psalm 34, Wisdom 3, 1 through 9, and Revelation 19, 1 and 4 through 10. Blessed are you, O Lady, the God of our mothers, creator of the changes of day and night, giving rest to the weary, renewing the strength of those who are spent, bestowing upon us occasions of song in the evening. As you have protected us in the day that is past, so be with us in the coming night in every darkness. Keep us from every sin, every evil, and every fear, for you are our light and salvation and the strength of our life. To you be glory for endless ages. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord, through, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lady, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Mother in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Mother, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 34. I will bless God at all times. God's praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in God. Let the humble hear and be glad. O oh, magnify God with me, and let us exalt in her name together. I sought God, and she answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to God and be radiant, so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried, 
and was heard by God and was saved from every trouble. The angel of God encamps around those who fear her and delivers them. O oh, taste and see that God is good. Happy are those who take refuge in her. O oh, fear God, you her holy ones, for those who fear her have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek God lack no good thing. Come, O oh children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of God. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of God are on the righteous and her ears are open to their cry. The face of God is against evildoers. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, God hears and rescues them from all their troubles. God is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many, the, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God rescues them from them all. She keeps all their bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. God redeems the life of her servants. None of those who take refuge in her will be condemned. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Listen to me, your Father, O children. Act accordingly, that you may be kept in safety. For God honors a father above his children, and she confirms a mother's right over her children. Those who honor their father atone for sins, and those who respect their mother are like those who lay up treasure. Those who honor their father will have joy in their own children, and when they pray, they will be heard. Those who respect their father will have long life, and those who honor their mother obey God. They will serve their parents as their masters. Honor your father by word and deed that his blessing may come upon you. For a father's blessing strengthens the houses of the children, but a mother's curse uproots their foundations. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for she has looked with favor on her lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is her name. She has mercy on those who fear her in every generation. She has shown the strength of her arm. She has scattered the proud in their conceit. She has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. She has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich she has sent away empty. 
She has come to the help of her servant Israel, for she has remembered her promise of mercy, the promise she made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children, to Abraham and Sarah and their children forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation chapter 19, verses 4 through 10. Oh, verse 1 and then 4 through 10. After this, I heard what seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and power to our God. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you her servants, and all you who fear her small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty thunder peals, crying out, Alleluia! For the Lady, our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give her the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and her partner has made herself ready. To her it has been granted to be clothed with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the angel said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at the angel's feet to worship her, but she said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your comrades who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let's affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Mother Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the the Mother. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Mother in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. I think we shall use intercessory healing prayers in place of suffrage prayers again today. Let's use, as we have been, the litany of healing found on page 33 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. And here on All Saints' Eve, I believe that is the perfect time to remember our departed. It's been... been a long hard year with a lot of loss so let us lift up and hold in prayer those of us who grieve and let us rejoice that our loved ones are with God and perhaps on this day when the veil is thin It is a good time to call for the many blessings that have enriched our lives by the knowing of these saints. Let us remember as well those figures in history that fought for justice and truth and equality, those saints that loom larger than life, but on the cusp of their decisions we're human like we are as Jesus came to earth and was for a time. Let us pray that the best of our humanity may be brought forth and that we too, when the time comes, will take our stand. I thank God for all of these that have come before, the hallowed saints named such by our Holy Church, the unnamed and unknown and accidental saints. All of God's children who entering into cooperation with God have moved the needle forward, pushing earth toward heaven. collaboratively transforming this place where we are sojourners. May we take up the work, the blessing, the trial, and most of all, the love kindled in these saints who went before. and be lit by the Holy Spirit from within and do our work 
that passion and purpose which God has laid out for us in this particular time and context. And we know that we are not alone, for God is with us and all the saints. God, source of all being, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O Lady. God, the incarnate word, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God, the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you, O Lady. Holy Trinity, one God, in you we live and move and have our being. We praise you and thank you, O Lady. Lady, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O Lady of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent, a knowledge of your will, and an awareness of your presence. Hear us, O Lady of Life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O Lady of Life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill sympathy and patience. Hear us, O Lady of Life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us, O Lady of Life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O Lady of Life. You are the lady who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O lady, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O lady of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ, our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, 
Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past and humbly ask for your protection through this coming night and all nights, whether they be dark nights of the soul or cold nights of the tundra. Bring us in safety to the morning hours through him who died and rose again for us, your son, our savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest, give rest to the weary. Bless the su- dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Now would be a time to share some personal thoughts on the readings and I've already shared some personal thoughts on on this time. I love these holidays. Um, whether you call it Halloween or All Hallows Eve or Eve of All Saints and whenever it is that you celebrate All Saints Day which falls tomorrow and All Souls Day which falls the day following. These are blessed days for me, commingling of joy and grief, joy that I knew these souls for a while in whatever way that may be, you know, my father who was with me for the first 12 years of my life, or or in a different way, the very reverend, or I guess the reverend doctor, Martin Luther King Jr., who I know of through story and writing. There are so many that have gone before that have touched me so deeply, and I both rejoice that I have known them at all and grieve that they are not physically present. I'm pretty sure that I will grieve my father for my whole life, and I'm okay with that. It's not debilitating. It's not something I dwell on or get stuck in, but there are many, many moments that I think I wish he could see this. And there are also many moments that I think I'm glad that I had such and such with him. Those of you who know me personally or have been listening to me for a while, or I shouldn't say listening to me, who have been collaborating in these prayers with me for a while, know that there's been a lot of loss in my life and in the lives of those around me this year. It seems that there have been too many funerals of people too young who left too much behind. And one in particular, the funeral of a dear friend So sitting here in this beautiful and peaceful 
sanctuary with the rain coming down. You can hear it on the slate roof. It's just a beautiful cocooned space and this moment is so beautiful and I can't think of any better way to spend my Halloween than here with you praying the evening prayer remembering and also looking forward so let's talk a little bit about our readings today What I got out of Psalm 34 was this. God keeps all their bones. Not one of them will be broken. God redeems these lives. And at first I was like, is this the right reading for the wisdom of Sirach? And then as I read through, I decided that it probably was. Because the message here to me is that it's one, and we've talked about this recently this week, of descendants and heritage and what we pass down. And we are so graced that we can choose that. We can choose the inheritance of the saints and pass that down to our children, both our biological children and also any that we mentor, coach, guide, spiritual children, anamkaras, soul friends, because we all give and receive at different times and from different people in our lives. And this might sound trite, but it's not at all when I say that the greatest inheritance that we can receive and pass down is love. The amazing things that were done by the people that went before us, the amazing things that we'll do, the amazing things that our children will do, those things which on our own we wouldn't have the strength or the talent or the perseverance to do, they are done from love. May love be the great inheritance. May love be what we receive from the saints and pass on to our children. May we embody the gift of love, godly love, true agape. And then Revelation. 
My commentary talks about the bride as the new Jerusalem. And I stumbled over the words a little bit there because you know I'm trying to redeem some of the gendered language. <laughs> and I thank you for bearing with me. But the union of the Lamb with the new Jerusalem is a deeply layered metaphor that I think does absolutely apply to us. Again, as carriers forth of God's message, the message of love, we must unite with our communities. And this union is born of the inheritance and legacy, the power given us by Christ, and what's been passed down by all the saints that have gone before. And thus will the community, as it says in verse 8, dare I even say the world, every culture, every pocket, every civilization, clothed in the fine linen of the righteous deeds of the saints. How else will they be clothed? How else will we be clothed? Covered wrapped, embraced in the fine linen of the righteous deeds of the saints. But by joining with the saints, with the New Jerusalem, with the universal Christ project toward love and for love and in love, in unity and wholeness and blessing. And there's a reason that the doxology comes from this reading and that we read it on this day. And I believe that reason is the synergy, the incredible, powerful synergy of godly power and grace when we unite with the saints who are already in heaven, the saints that are being, becoming, the saints that are becoming here on the earth and the saints that will be, and the angels in heaven, the chorus in heaven, and all of God's creation, all of these beings, all of these createds, Coming together is an integration beautifully designed by Christ, by God herself, and matchless. And to be even a small part of that is just awe-inspiring. I'm floored. And I know that each of those that I both grieve and celebrate were united for however brief a moment in time. For a specific purpose in that cooperative universal Christ project. And I pray that we may reap all of the blessings 
and motivation and passion from these encounters. I love the reminder here from the angel too that no one is worthy of worship but God. And it's tempting, right? Some of some of the saints in our histories, both personal and universal, seem to merit worship. But no, we worship God together, side by side. We don't worship the saints. The saints are inspiration and help so much, so much more than help. Um, they serve as, as examples and models to us and also a very near and present help because it is through them that, that Jesus reaches us. Sometimes, not always. There doesn't have to be an intercessory, right? We have a very direct route to all aspects of the Holy Trinity. But the saints are our co-conspirators, co-conspirators and our collaborators. Those that have been and those that will be and those that are, all of us together are working together in unity. I think that's all I have to say about the readings. Thank you for sharing these moments with me. I do treasure them. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.